whiskey. Welcome to the Whiskey Underground. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the BSEA Whiskey Underground. We are here tonight in the secret speakeasy to relax and enjoy one of the finest man-made creations on earth, whiskey. Brant. What's happening? It's time to drink some scotch. Ah, yes. We we bit of scotch. A wee bit of scotch. We're going to continue our fine and rare series, uh, as we've been doing some of these short pours, with... I may be biased. Because I love scotch. Scotchy, look, scotch, scotch. Look, tonight, you know, it's been one of those days, Scott. I, I don't want to think. I just want you to order something and then tell G's to dub, All right. double it. Just give me give me what you're having. Well, um, yeah, let's do that. So, Jeeves, go to the back, top right. See it? Tan label. You know the one. The one. This is the one for me. This is the This is the parliament. Yes, this is the cream of the crop. Okay, tonight, thank you, Jeeves. We're going to be drinking some Glendronach 21 year old whiskey. This is epic. I, I hope I'm not letting you down here because this is one of my favorite whiskeys. Everybody knows who's listened to the show for any period of time. My favorite whiskey is Scotch, my favorite finish is Sherry Casks. So, Glendronach 21 is a is matured in a combination of the finest Oloroso and Pedro Jimenez sherry cast for a minimum of 21 years. This is Glendronach's tradition of offering these fruit-laden, intense single malts. So, this is um, this is absolutely a fine and rare whiskey. Now it's only rare because I, I say it's rare because it's it's difficult to find in the United States. Um, while it is imported by Brown Foreman, which is uh, Woodford Reserve, they do the import the importing of this, but it is owned by the Glendronach Distillery, and they don't send a lot of bottles to the United States. In fact, they stopped for a while with the 15. The 15 is making its way back, which I had when I was in London, and it is amazing. So, uh, Brent. Look at this bottle. This is bottled at 48%. It is non-chill filtered, and there is absolutely no color added to this thing. Dude, that is like... Cool. It is that like is, molasses. That is... I would say that's almost... That's dark mahogany. <laughs> that's dark. Yeah. 
That's that is dark. It looks like yeah, it looks like looks like exotic wood floor, man. That is like insane. It is the deepest cherry red purple tint that you can right. possibly imagine. It is deliciously see, beautiful on the if, on the face of this. If Jeeves will give me a little extra cuz it's been one of those days. You deserve this. This is this is uh, You deserve. Again. I deserve this. <laughs> All right. We got some pours going. Just let it breathe. I am. Uh Again, 48%. Now, it's it's called the Parliament, and not because of, you know, the Parliament in, in London uh, that everybody knows and loves. Or if you're Brexit, Maybe, <laughs> you're kind of screwed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's named for the Parliament of Rooks, which are birds that have been nesting in the trees that overlook the Glendronach Distillery for about 200 years. So these birds have been in the, on the grounds, and they, they care for these, uh, these birds on the grounds as well. So it's a... It, to me, this is a this is a statement to craftsmanship, um, entrepreneurship, and just good good quality. So, um, so this is a this is a fine scotch. You would say at twenty one years old, it's where you kind of turn the corner on your every yeah. everyday sipper to something that's. Regularly available is, you know, 18 years old, you're not going to find, you're not going to be hard-pressed to find. Once you get above that 18, that's when it gets a little bit more rare. 21s, 25s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. It becomes a, a, a lot harder to find those. Um, so, let's let's go into this. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Alright, now that... That's got some some mojo working on the nose. Now this isn't this isn't finished in sherry cast. This spends all twenty one years in sherry finish sherry barrels. None of this in an oak, and then finished for nine months or a year or two years in sherry. All twenty one years are spent in a combination of Pedro Jimenez and Oloroso sherry casks. Where's all this sherry going? Oh, right into my mouth. <laughs> I mean, no, like this, the sherry that comes out of these barrels. Sher- uh, well, sherry's cheap to produce. It's not expensive. I mean, you can get uh, halfway decent Methuselah or uh, Pedro Jimenez sherry for $30, $40 at most. I, now, I've actually been, I have stopped in front of the sherry aisle in my local store and said, I really should get a bottle just to know what that is alone try it and get notes on it but i just haven't done it yet it's, a, it's not a bad idea it's not a bad idea oh, this one man on the nose it's just chocolate cherries and fudge it is dense man on the nose, this is really dense. So being, the, I mean, you know, not being the big Scotch guy, Scotch kind of sewer like this, I can tell you on the nose, just to me, smell. I mean, it, it's got this beautiful, ripe malt, like super fresh. Like I feel like it was, it was cooked yesterday. Like it was, or you know, it's just super fresh. It's right on, right on top. It's got some of that. No, it's like it's singeing the nostrils in freshness. Fruit, apple, 
Yeah, I like that. I like that this. I mean, I like this is saying it's non-chill filtered. Are most scotches chill filtered? Um, some are. There, there are certainly some that are, uh, and there are certainly some that add color. This has none of that. There's. I love this because it's got all of those great sherry notes. The cherries, the the dates, the plums. Uh, rich butterscotch, so almonds. I'm digging for it because it says it says it's there. And if you blow, yeah, if you blow kind of the ethanol out, I mm-hmm. got it's it's got an oatmeal spice. Yeah, an oaty. It's got a little bit of spiced oatmeal cookies. Oh, you know what? This is oatmeal cookies in a glass because you have the raisins. Man, now that you said that, holy, yeah, wow. Man, it it, it is literally an oatmeal cookie. With like graham right. crackers. All right. I gotta, oh man, I gotta, I gotta taste this. So, all right, you're gonna like this. I hope. That's good. That is rich. That's good. <laughs> He's like, I got no words. This is just yeah, good. good. Yeah, it is. It's like. <laughs> oh, man. Plums and, again, the, the flavors of this, of the Oloroso and the Pedro Jimenez Sherry, just right to the forefront. The bitter chocolates and plums oh, and raisins, vanilla, dark fruits, chocolate and toffee. Oh, right. This is just a combination of all the perfectness of great scotch and great sherry. I, uh, yeah, I'm still searching. Cinnamon. Mm hmm. That oat grainy is kind of there. I mean,. Although, I mean, I assume this is just a single malt. Yeah, it's all single malt. Um, it, to me, you you do get a little of that cinnamon, allspice, nutmeg. Brant, I'm going to tell you this. This is Christmas in a glass. Yeah. This, Th- this has oatmeal raisins and fruitcake in your glass. If fruitcake was this good, I would eat it all the time, but fruitcake is not. I mean, I keep I keep going back and like I, I I don't know it's um see this is what this is I tell you this is what I love or expect about an old aged non chill filtered whiskey. There is a thousand things going on right now. It is so complex, um, and the finish is so long. It stays. It's still, it's still like I'm still tasting. Yeah, it's uh, again. Um, one of the notes that I I pick out of this almost every time, and on the finish, it's not so much in the glass or on the on the nose. It's Mexican spice chocolate, so a little bit of that like cinnamon or uh, chili powder with chocolate. If this wasn't so exclusive and rare, I could drink this all day, but geez, won't let me have that. So, um, just talking about awards, this guy won. 2017, it won double goal at San Francisco. So, mm-hmm. double blind taste test. Double goal means that 
everyone on the judges panel gave this a gold rating. Yes. So San Francisco. So I read more about this, and I guess we can kind of touch on this because we hadn't really talked about. Yeah. Talked about yeah. Let's so, talk about. Well, I mean, so San Francisco. You see the, you see the awards when you're when you're browsing the shelves. You see the awards, and they've got you know little medallions on it. Brent, what is the San Francisco wine? And so spirits from what festival? so from what I get uh, out of it is so a lot of people rate them just like we do on the show one out of one to a hundred right so you'll mm-hmm. you'll see. You know, World Spirits Competition, 87 or 90 or 92 or Wine Enthusiasts, whatever, you know, whatever the score is. And that's that's some small panel from some small organization that most likely can take a couple bucks under the table, you know, because they know they're drinking your your glass and they rate it. Um, San Francisco competition is true blind taste test. Massive panel of judges. I don't remember how many it is, but it's a big group of people. It's not five people that are deciding this. It's a massive group of people. Um, and what happens is, is they pretty much don't give you a medal, which is not talked about. No one says we went to San Francisco with our product and didn't get a medal. So you either you either don't get a medal, you get a bronze medal, which is good. You get a silver medal, which is. Um, Above average. above above average, or you get a goal, which is basically an ex, a excellent rating. Now, if everyone on the panel gives your product a goal, it's considered a double goal. So, when you see something that's rated double goal, San Francisco, uh, why that means that every single person that tasted it from that panel that year gave this an excellent award, not knowing what it is. Now. From what I hear is when you taste the product, you blind taste it. What's crazy is that a representative from that company has the glass. They you don't know who they are, what they then they give you the glass, you taste it. You can ask them. You can ask them. I think questions like this is being shown in a Scotch category. Is that correct? And they can say yes or no. They, like, yeah, they can answer. They can like, answer questions about where it's from. Uh, the malt or the mash bill? Correct. Yeah, and they can answer questions. Very, about but very vague, very vague yeah. questions. Like they can't say, you know, you, you, they can't ask you what. I don't know if they can even ask mash bill. Can, I thought they could just ask they, like region, regional. You know, hey, this is being shown in the Irish category. Is well, they is can, it they true? Ask, it's a single malt. Is that correct? Mm, yes. yes. You know, like. You know, hey, this well, is being ask, this is being shown in a bourbon cat. Maybe they can say, yeah, is this being shown in a bourbon category? Is this a heavily right. weeded bourbon, or is this a? I don't know. It's got to be can pretty ask vague. Like that, where where it's like, is this is the mash bill predominantly corn? Is it fifty one percent corn? So right. they know it's bourbon. Right. They, it, they can ask where it's where it's made in. Like if it if they say it's it's a Scotch whiskey, they can then ask, is this uh, is this space yeah, space is this Highlands? Highlands. It is right. Lowlands. Right. It so is, is it, it still keeps it as pretty blind as it can possibly be because it'd be it'd be a uh, mm-hmm. you'd have to have a master sommelier uh, palette to be able to nail down exactly what's going on here. So exactly. Anyway, so just the whole point of this is in 2017, this got double gold. This past year, 2018, it got gold. Um, you know, so it got gold medal in uh, in the competition. Um, and it won its category in the World Whiskey Awards uh, last year, which is awesome, awesome as well. So it's got tons, you know, tons of accolades. It um, is, it is well deserved too. Yeah, yeah, this uh, is great. 
Brent, when you get down to about an ounce, I want to say to you, add a little bit of water to this. Just a little bit. About, you know, six to ten drops at this point. See, that mellowed out the malt? It brings forward the cherries. It brings forward, yeah, fruits. Oh, man. All of those nice oils come to the forefront and really just let this thing and the chocolate there's a ton of chocolate on this yeah this is chocolatey on this glass it is heavy it is rich you know when you go down to Disney and one of the staples on every dessert menu is that molten lava chocolate cake it's right here it's right here man find it find a whiskey bar with that and this and you'll just be death by chocolate yeah Seen it kind of switched from that oat. That yeah, oat you get more of the fruit and the cherries and the chocolate. Wow. I, I, I cannot say enough good things about this whiskey. Now, we've tried many other whiskeys in this price range. McAllen 18 is generally a slightly higher price. About 40 to 50 bucks, probably, a bottle. Right. I think this is better than McAllen 18. And McAllen 18 is my gold standard. I hadn't had Mac 18 in a while, but I will tell you, this is for a Scotch brand that I would have... Look, I mean, I don't, I don't typically go out and buy Scotch, so, I mean, this would have been a brand that I would have overlooked. I'd have overlooked this brand... 11 times out of 10. I'd have never even and, thought and about make, looking at this. And they make a 12, and they make an 18, and they yeah. make a 15. And honestly, I think people walk past it having no idea what they are. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, nothing nothing about this screams, uh, you know, pick me up, gotta have me. But, um, man, this is one that I, I hope we... Uh, we can savor and keep on the keep on the shelf for a while. Oh, don't worry. It's Jeeves has been Jeeves has a standing requisite that I have for him to make sure that this is in the speakeasy at all times. He's got the, the this the budget budget approved on this one always. Oh yeah, budget budget totally approved for this one. This is a must have in the bar. Uh, now, in my own personal collection, I actually when I reached my one hundredth bottle. Uh, I decided to make this number 100. I, I said, you know what? I'm going to go out and get a special occasion bottle. And this was it. And from, from here on out... I remember I will, you talking about that. We will have this in the speakeasy. And it'll be in my home at all points and times. And remember, then I bring this out for... that, the 100, the 100 bottle. Yeah, the 100th bottle. This was number 100 for me. Um, it's just... It, it, it it just hits all the perfect notes. So give me give me a rating on this, Brent. What what do you think? What do you say? So this is kind of kind of scary because I flip back and I look at what I you know McAllen Rare Cask, um, you know, which is something that I think close about. So tell me this this is a this is a Highland. This is a Highland. So same McAllen. Speyside, McAllen. Speyside is, Highland. Yeah. Same as McAllen, right? Same as McAllen. Yeah. McAllen calls itself a Highland, but they're actually Speyside. They think Speyside sounds plebeian and Highland. It has this like rich history and they think that that sounds so much better. Highland or Speyside, Speyside is not always Highland. Put it that way. It's like okay. Texas is U.S., but U.S. is not Texas. 
Um, I give it a. I mean, it's a ninety. It's solid. It's that's a that's a pretty high praise. Now I gave McAllen Rarecast ninety three, so this has to be higher. And for me, this is my highest rated um, whiskey in my charts. This is a ninety seven for me. I don't normally get up that high, but this one deserves it. It really does. All of the all of the wonderful you got the grade on a curve with that. Uh, well, see, those kind of grades are reserved for the best of the best, and I think there are a number that would get up to that. And we're talking like, you know, well-aged Scotch whiskeys that would get up to that, or yeah, yeah, um, I, so well-aged like, bourbons that would get up to that. I just, you know, with the Macallan, I could I could pick out things a little easier. Mm-hmm. This has so much going on that I, I gave it one point less just because. I didn't know where the hell to go. I mean, it was it's delicious. I want more. Um, <laughs> but that the rare cask, I could, you know, I could kind of pick out some flavor profiles in there and I guess it kind of gave it the the one up for me, but um, man, this is hanging hanging with it. I mean, um, I would say as since I since I've been charting here, I've only given You haven't given many in that range. That's what I'm saying. I've I've only given one two Three. This is only the fourth over, you know, the fourth at ninety or above that 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 I've given. So, um, up there, still up there. Yeah. Uh, look, uh, I I'm glad that we got to share this finally. That I got to bring this to the table and, and show you how good this this scotch can be. I think I think this is your highest rated scotch or one of your highest rated scotches. Ca- rare cask and then this. Yeah, yeah, rare cask. Yeah, and the only other thing I think I had in the '90s uh, is the uh, Elijah Taylor. Craig Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Oh, that was good. That was and really E H e- e- Taylor Single Barrel. Both both deserve in the '90s. Yeah. Both yeah. absolutely deserve in the '90s, and yeah. so does this. And you know, if if you have a bottle of this in your collection. Share it on our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash BSEA podcast. We'd love to see what you think of this. If you can find it, go out and take the splurge to go out and get it and then savor it over the course of a year or two. It is a wonderful bottle. Wonderful bottle. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a scotch definitely worth trying. I would even now want to go try the 12 year, just the everyday. Uh, honestly, the twelve is uh, it's it's right around sixty, so it's a little higher for a twelve year old Scotch, but it is so good. It honestly, Glendronix to me beat out Macallan almost on on every level. I think I think the Macallan fifteen is a little bit better, only because um, all of this, all of the the Glendronic range are all aged in sherry barrels. McAllen does some fun things with uh, American oak, European oak, and then sherry, as well as um, bourbon casks. So it, it's kind of nice to see a little change up in your lineup. So I, I think the twelve and the, the double, the double wood or the double cask uh, from twelve is really good, and the fifteen fine oak is really good. And Ten fine oak is even amazing too, and sadly that's gone. Brian Adams just actually had a, a sample that I sent him of the 10 fine oak. 10, yeah. And he said he would go out and buy whatever bottles he can find left because it's sad it's going away. It really is. That is a That was a sub $50 bottle that was a good entry into the Scotch range. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's gone where we are. I'm, uh, 
it's gone where I am. Digging, too. digging real quick, but I think I looked today for a customer, and it's yeah, it's it, yeah, it's, it's gone. pretty much gone. It's gone. Yeah. So look, uh, go over. Like I said, if you've enjoyed some Glendronic Twenty One, uh, share it on the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash BSEA podcast. Let us know what you think and tell me how amazing it was. Was it good for you too? (laughs) (laughs) So Brent, may your time here be educational and enjoyable. And as we always say, if you came here to learn, drink what you learn. If you came here to share, share what you drink. If you came here a stranger, may you exit as a friend. And if you came here for an adventure, drink drink up. up. Cheers, everybody. Mm. That's fucking good. That was really fucking good. That's I good. love, I love this bottle. Mm. Real, 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 real good. <laughs>